Welcome to Kava and Kettlebells, where we talk about kava, fitness, and life. Let's get kava fine. Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. This is Charles. Hey, guys. This is Heidi. Thank you so much for tuning back in. If you haven't already, please rate and review us on whatever platform you listen to. Follow us on that platform to help with the algorithm. Follow us on Instagram at kava underscore kettlebells. Share with your friends and family and really help us get this message out. All right. So on today's episode, we just want to do kind of um, a catch up and just sort of catch you guys up on what we've been doing lately. We're about to take a break for a bit. Um, Thanksgiving is coming up. We just have a, a lot going on. So we wanted this to kind of be our last episode before we take a little bit of a break and just kind of, yeah, catch you guys up on things. So yeah, and honestly, it's been a while since Heidi and I have just done a solo podcast. I mean, it's been pretty cool. We've been having a ton of guests on, which I know, you know, there's the Half the point of the show, right, right. is to have people on, <laughs> in the Kava space. But um, it's it's been a bit since it's just been Heidi and I. And we did just kind of want to do like a catch-up episode, kind of tell you all what's going on, um, a few things that we've been doing. And like Heidi said, we're taking a bit of a break. So really, we're it's going to be um, – I'm looking at the calendar right now. We're recording this on the 12th, and I'm actually going out of town on the 16th and not coming back till – like the 26 or something like that. So I'm going to be out for a while. Yeah. And, and that's a big piece of it. It'll probably be early December by the time we, we get back into it. We've been pretty proud, though. We recently, you know, hit our one year as we, we posted about, and we've been really consistent with episodes. So we hate to leave you hanging for such a big chunk. But um, if you haven't already catch up on any missed episodes that um, you haven't had a chance to listen to yet. Yeah, it's a perfect time to catch up on all episodes. Yeah. And uh, we'll still be somewhat active on social media, so... Yeah, we still have some reviews that we'll we'll post up um, on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, so definitely got more reviews coming down the, uh, the pipe. So we got um, Medium Grind Kava, we got a few shots... And I think one more tincture extract to do a review on. Yeah, so. and I really uh, I want to do a review on um, that World on Fire. It's not really, you know. Oh, the Ohana Kava. Yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not Kava. It's more honestly, more for it's your immune. Yeah, like for yeah. your immune support, but super awesome. So we're excited to. I love it. Um, so I'm really excited to get a, a review of that up as well. Yeah, yeah. So got some more reviews coming, but. Yeah, as far as the podcast goes, like we're taking a little bit of a, a break. Um, but like how you said, I think, you know, probably that first week of December, uh, we'll be back up with our normal, you know, episodes. Yeah, plus our kids will be on break. So I don't know about everywhere else in the country, in America. So when growing up in Arizona and everything, we had. Growing up, we didn't have a fall break, and then they started recently introducing, like, a two-day fall break for kids. But here in Alabama, they have a two-day fall break, but then they also have an entire week off on Thanksgiving week. And I was just so confused our first year here, and I was asking everyone, like, is this fall break? Which is fall break? And they're like, no, this is just Thanksgiving break. I'm like, what? Like, and that's, like, just common here, but no school I've ever grown up with has ever had just a yeah, week. Yeah, it's, like, it's always been, like, the two days. Yeah. The so Thanksgiving day, then, like, the Friday. Afterwards. Yeah, so anyone with kids knows it's a, it's a little bit more challenging to get things done when they're home all day. So. Yes. But, um, well, so, yeah, we got the holidays coming up, uh, so hopefully everyone's, you know, Doing something cool for the holidays, if, if you celebrate it or whatnot, you know, if anything, you know, you'll probably get some work off, uh, hopefully. But um, 
we got some cool things coming up this year. Uh, really, 2024 is going to be pretty big for us. Yeah, it'll be pretty. Charles is also getting out of the military officially, which, you know, yeah, yeah. it's been an amazing, it'll be 11 years at that point. But it'll be, Yeah, it'll be 11 years. Um, and right now, I am supposed to separate in July. So, coming, I, actually, I got to count down my, on my phone. Yeah. But <laughs> we're it's we're like, excited. <laughs> like, we're really excited. Not, you know, it's been a great time. We're excited for the change, though. But it's it's life-changing. Like, it's a, it'll be a transition. Yeah. And come July, that's, like, when I hit my terminal leave and, you know, officially separate in September. But July will be, I think, like, July 1st is my terminal leave start day. So, I mean, my, my last day, you know, putting the uniform on and, like I said, like it's, it's been a journey. It's been awesome. It's, you know, eleven years of my life, uh, plus like ROTC during college. Um, yeah, so it's been like fifteen years total. Yeah, it's been about fifteen years total wearing the uniform. So it's going to be a massive change, but it's time for me to leave. Uh, there's just there's a lot of stuff. Um, like there's personal reasons, there's career reasons, uh, family reasons. It's just it's all coming to like the right time for me to leave. And yeah, yeah, I that's gonna be. I it. think we're it's a mixed bag of emotions. We're we're excited. It's also again though, just like anyone who's changing their career, it's um our our whole family. You know, is I will no longer be a military spouse. Our kids will no longer be military kids. So it'll just you know I think it'll we're just a little anxious. I you know I think to. I don't really know. We'll, we'll see how it feels. I'm not nervous, but I'm just, you know, it, it'll just be different, you know? One, one of, like, the biggest things, too, for us is, like, we've always, you know, we've moved a bit the past 11 years, and it's always, like, we go somewhere, like, all right, we know we're going to be here for, like, two, three years. Yeah. So you don't, like, really put, like, roots down. Um, but now, like, knowing this upcoming move, we might be somewhere for a while. Like, it's 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 kind of like overwhelming in a sense because, yeah. you know, we always got to somewhere thinking like, like I said, like, all right, we're going to be gone three years. So if you don't like it, like we'll be out. But right now the, the idea of like going somewhere and being there for a decade, that's our goal. Yeah. Maybe, you know, a decade maybe, or, you know, at least like probably like five, six years. Um, and it's, it's cool in a sense too, that Cause it's like, all right, we can actually like try to build some roots, you know, kind of like uh, give our girls yes. the chance to make like, friends for longer than two three years and you know it's just it's a it's a whole different sort of like mindset that we're going into but yeah and that's that's a big thing of it too is the girls you know especially our oldest um she really was the she was in kindergarten the year the pandemic hit so she's i'm just gonna be honest she was screwed as far as it goes school-wise so kindergarten she had was in kindergarten then the pandemic happened so it shut down she went back to the same school but of course it was on and off they would close down um, and then in, we switched her schools halfway through second grade. So then that was her second school. And then the next year for third grade, we moved. And so she switched schools again, and then we're going to be moving again. So she's going to, this is going to be her fourth school in four years. And so we're just, we're done putting our girls through that. We just are excited to give them roots to be able to like make friends and know that those are going to be their friends next year also. Um, so I think that's what I'm most excited about. Just let them just be calm for <laughs> for more than two years. And, uh, yeah, I guess with that said to, um, you know, another break in advance. So come like pride summertime, 
we'll probably be taking a bit of a break from the podcast also. For, yeah, definitely. Uh, probably like a month or so as we move oh, we? and get settled. Yes. <laughs> so another exciting thing that has been kind of occupying us lately is we got a dog. Yes. So we got a Doberman Pinscher. Um, Vince. Vince. Vince, a.k.a. Vincenzo, a.k.a. Vinnie Pop. Vinnie Pop. <laughs> a.k.a. V-Bag. <laughs> and V-Bag. <laughs> Those are all our nicknames for him. <laughs> Um, yes, yeah, so we, we've had him, gosh, over a month now. Yeah, well, it's been, it's been longer than that. Yeah, it's been, it's been like two months. I don't know. It feels like it's been forever. Yeah, and but... it's been, we haven't had a puppy in over 12 years, and... You forget, you forget what it's like having like, a puppy. You forget how hard it is, how much work they are. Charles says I don't remember our puppy, um, like, I don't remember the hard times. He says he was as difficult... I don't know, though. I think Vince is pretty challenging. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Maybe like, it's because he's bigger. I don't it's know. It's because he's bigger, but no. So our, so Heidi and I got um, Dex, who passed away this last spring. Uh, we got him when we were engaged and living in a tiny-ass apartment on the third floor. Yeah, like I'm talking like, like 600 mm, square feet, maybe. Like maybe. I don't super know. Super tiny. It was, a, it was a studio apartment, and... By just some like dumbass idea, we're like, let's go get a puppy. We, off from Craigslist, we, we met in a grocery store parking lot, and uh, all right, it, it was what it was. But yeah. you know what? Like he was amazing. It was, it was the best decision ever. Yeah, it was. He was. It was the best. The best. Dog. Not smartest decision ever. <laughs> but he was a difficult puppy, and like obviously, over a decade goes by of not having a puppy, and you just like. You straight up forget what it's like. I mean... Yeah. I remember we had a big cage for him because he was a minpin, so he was small. And he put his head through the cage and ripped up my W-2s and all the mail. So I do I do forget all the little shenanigans he would get yeah, he, into. He, he pulls some shit, man. He pulls some <laughs> shit. But, but no, Vince is... Um, so right now he's like, I want to say 17 weeks. Yeah, he's born weeks. June 28th. Um, but he's like... Almost five months. 50 pounds right now. Um, you know, like, relatively, I would say actually like pretty, I would say relatively pretty chill, especially for Doberman. He has two crazy times of the day. Yeah. We got his witching hours. His witching, yeah. His witching hours. And it's obviously like our most like busy times of the day. So it's like in the morning. Trying to get ready for school. We're all trying to get ready for work, get the girls ready for school. And then in the evening when like we're like trying to make dinner, have dinner and then get our girls ready for bed. Yeah. So it's like the rest of the day, this motherfucker sleeps. All He's just day. lazy. He's lazy as fuck, man. And the two hours of the day <laughs> where it's like we have the most stuff going on, this dog is crazy. He's crazy. I think the most challenging things, though, and we would love your advice, listeners, especially if we have any sort of vet people, any animal lovers out there. He, it is just so challenging having to potty train him but like for very unique reasons so he is like afraid to go on the grass like if you just send him outside and you're not standing there watching him he'll just go on the patio both pee and poop sometimes he'll go on the grass so i shouldn't say always but his he's go getting to, better but he, do, he does he is like getting better yeah he is getting better but the the patio is like his safe spot i feel like and um this is gross but he eats his fucking poop like if we don't pick it up immediately if we're not watching him and I'm talking like the second he's done, bring him in and pick it up. He eats it. And like we give him good food. So like I know people will say like, oh, it's because like he's missing stuff from his diet. And like, I don't know, maybe, you know, like maybe he is. But 
we got him like very special food. Yeah, because he's got a sensitive belly. You know, like, it took us like a, a month to figure out. <laughs> some expensive ass food. He gets like his vitamin chews and all this like stuff. So he's very well fed. Um, and I mean, the dude's healthy looking. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's you know his deal is. He's getting better. We've we've been then, giving. <laughs> should we talk talk about a training camp? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Camp, well, yeah. going back to the poop, we've been giving him these um, little chews or like treats. He likes them. They're called poo chews, and the idea is after like a month or so, it deters them from wanting to eat their poop. And it is a, uh, it's in their breed. Um, especially their mom is very common for that for the mom to eat their poop to clean up after them. So they kind of learn it from them, and then it's almost like a. Um, I forget what it said. It was like a dominance thing. Like, this is my poop. This is my... Because he gets mad, too. Like, when we're picking it up, he'll, like, get mad at us. He's yeah, like, that, he's that's like, my poop. Why are you taking my shit, bro? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That is just the most challenging because I can't... Especially when I'm working all day, I can't just, like, let him outside to go to the bathroom. I have to sit there and watch him. And he's so lazy that he'll just sit down and lay down instead of going to the bathroom. So, also, me and Vince have started training camp. So, <laughs> every morning... I get up with him, which sucks now because it's getting colder. Like, you know, and that's like one thing about Alabama that kind of pisses me off is I thought it was like going to be the Sun Belt, you know, because I mean, it's, it's in the South, you know, and it's right. I mean, it's like two hours from the beach, really. Uh, but we're in central Montgomery, but like it gets cold here. It gets like legit too cold for me. And in the mornings, <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. I got allergies right now. Uh, in the mornings, what we've been doing is I'll take him out and we'll go up to like a three mile walk. And he does pretty well. Yeah, and it, it does good sort of wearing him out. And then I always walk him. So our girls have two very different bus stop times. It's just about a quarter of a mile in our neighborhood. It's not far at all. So I'll walk him to there, and then we, like, sprint home. So we'll do that twice in the morning. So that usually wears him out, so then I can get some work done, and he just kind of naps there and hangs out. So he's not bad. Like, we love him. He's super sweet. He's just kind of... In his own little world, I feel like. Yeah, he's in his own world. <laughs> he's, a, he's a special boy. Uh, but yeah, speaking of the... Okay, so like I'll sprint home with him. So I'm not a runner. Um, I can do it. It's not like I'm dying. But it's I don't get that runner's high. I don't enjoy it. I know it's good for you. I know it's good for your heart. But cardio is just not my thing. But my daughter, um, our daughter, she did this group called Girls on the Run. Super awesome group. It's the idea. It's a national chain. They have branches all over. It's volunteer based. So the idea is to help young girls navigate those awkward stages of adolescence. So each they meet twice a week and they start with just a discussion about, you know, respecting your body, being honest, um, what makes a good friend, you know, their emotions, just awkward, you know, things so that... life stuff. Yeah, just like helping them navigate, you know, growing up. And then the idea too is that they're a group of girls that they will always, they'll never be alone, that they can be walking through school and they'll see someone they know and always have those girls all the way through high school. Of course, we're moving, but um, super awesome group. And then it ends. So then they go do running and calisthenics and stuff. And then it ends with a 5K. And they have to have like a running buddy, an adult running buddy. Uh, my daughter chose me. So I said, absolutely, I will. I'll suck it up and do this for you. And we did that yesterday. She rocked it. Like, I was so proud yeah, of her. You guys, you guys did well. So um, myself and my youngest, uh, our youngest, uh, Madeline, we went and watched it. 
And it ended up being like a nasty, like nasty morning. It was rainy. Yeah, it was like misty rain yeah, the whole misty, time. Misty, chilly out. And they did, they did awesome. So they did the five k, and you guys finished in thirty four minutes. Thirty four minutes and fifty six seconds, which I just realized is three four five six. Which you know, oh, no, I love numbers like that. <laughs> but I mean, for a ten year old, yeah, know, that's, that's pretty awesome. good. So awesome. And so I d- just kept up with her. Like I let her kind of pace us. I would push her. You know, I'd be like, we'd walk, run, walk, run. So it's not like we ran the whole thing, but I'd be like, okay, like, let's run, let's run. Um, and I think she finished third, there's like 25 girls in her group. Um, so there's nine schools. So there's a, a group at nine schools that were in the county that were all there. And then she had 25 girls in her group and she was like number three in her um, group to finish. So I was super proud of her. That too, but she was hyped up on pre-workout. <laughs> I'm just you took pre-workout, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I took pre-workout. One scoop or two scoops? I only ever do one scoop. That's I can't, right. You only do one scoop. Yeah, I can't, 150 is like the most caffeine that I like to have for did a pre-workout. You, did you do Kratom? Uh, I did do a little Kratom. Not like a – so I normally will do like half a teaspoon, which um, I, I always forget. You do a full teaspoon. Yeah. Well, yes. Okay. If I do pre-workout um, powder, I'll do a full yes. teaspoon. Yes, yes, the powder. So how many like – That's about – that's roughly about two to three grams, depending on the quality of the powder or the weight of it. So I did like less than half a teaspoon, so I probably had like one gram. So it's just like a nice like it's a little boost. Yeah, yeah like a nice boost, nice pick me up, but it definitely wasn't super, you know, noticeable. Just to kind of yeah give me that extra boost. Well, speaking of kratom, so I've actually I've been on a kratom break going on. Yeah, probably, that's right, you have. Um, actually, I think. I think tomorrow or middle of this week is going to be a month. I so, think we were joking, saying like no kratom November. Yeah, <laughs> but and then he's so, sober October from. He, oh yeah, yeah. And then like I would have some, and he's like, "Hey, what happened to sober October?" I'm like, "That's for you, not for me." <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, okay, I I enjoy kratom. I like kratom. Um, and here's the thing: I I think with anything that you use. Uh, whether it's herbs, whether it's, you know, caffeine, uh, kind of things that have like acute effects like that, that you can, you know, someone get, you know, uh, used to, I mean, shit, everyone drinks coffee in the morning probably. Right. Yeah. Even like ashwagandha, I was taking that and I'm, you know, cycling yeah, off that. Cycle off. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just a big believer in cycling off things and with Kratom specifically, I really like to cycle off it because even for me, it's just a validation of being like, I don't need this because we, we've said it on the show plenty of times, but it does have addictive um, properties to it, right? Um, Grant, everything does. Caffeine does. Uh, but Kratom, for a lot of people, can be a little bit more addictive than, you know, some other substances out, uh, out there. And what, what I kind of like to go deeper with that to explain it is if you ab- – I don't want to say abuse it. If you take – high dosages, your body can get to a point that if you're taking it every day, all day, high dosages, and then you try and not take it, you will have, you may have have withdrawal symptoms, just just like you would with caffeine. People don't like to compare them, but I mean, even sugar, like when when people cut uh, processed sugar out of their diet, you get carb flu. Yeah. Like carb carb flu is a real thing. But I also just like kind of going back to that. Like, I just like to get off it for a bit just to be like, yeah, I don't need this pre-workout because um, that's that's really what I use Kratom for is pre-workout because, I mean, it's it, it's 
Man, Kratom plus a good good pre-workout is, um, you know, my my cup of tea when it comes to smashing the weights. Um, And going on a month now, pretty much like, I I don't even think about it. Like, I don't, the the first week is kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, uh, caffeine. It's like, man, you know, it'd be nice to like throw some Kratom in my pre-workout right now. Uh, Had that kind of good feeling. But really, after like three or four days, I don't even think about it. And I think you made an excellent point that it's it's to prove to yourself that you don't need it. Because it absolutely, same with caffeine, it can become a crutch. And it can yes. become a mental crutch, not just physically, but mentally, where you feel like, like even if it's psychosomatic, you feel like, I didn't have that kratom, I'm going to have a bad day, I'm going to be in a bad mood, I'm not. I'm going to be weak. And that's really bad. Like, you don't want to get to the point where you are using it as a crutch. Um, so we do. We always encourage people to cycle on and off of things if if it's becoming a regular, everyday thing. Yeah, so I'll probably try to think. I'll probably pop back on it maybe in, like, December time frame. Uh, use it here and there. Then when I do come back on Kratom, I'll be using it like very, very sparingly. So what I'll start doing as I, you know, start using it again is I'll use it maybe on like leg day and back day. Those are kind of my two uh, big days because I do, you know, obviously like squats. Then on back day, I do deadlifts. So um, the days I want like a bigger boost, I'll use, you know, Kratom and then maybe work my way up from there. And then again, you know, take a break uh, when I feel like the time's right. Yeah, and that's actually a good point too, is because it is something that you get used to. So that if when you are taking it very regularly, you're going to have to up your dose to still get the same feeling. Yep. And so it's really, it's, it's not cheap. Like kratom, good kratom is not cheap. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, it's so not cheap yeah, <laughs> so it's really good to cycle off of it so that you can, you know, let your body deacclimate from it. So then when you get it go back on it, you don't have to take as much to get those same effects. Because we always say you want to take the least amount to get the desired effects. So stop taking it so you can reduce, you know, your body's need for that much. And then you can just take less and still get those same results. Yeah. So, you know, I, I know there's some people out there like you, you know, they say they, they take it every day for uh, pain and, you know, for things like that or anxiety. And like, you know, I'm not t- saying that you have to come off uh, t- or take a break, but like for me personally, like I don't have, you know, chronic pain really. Um, so it's not something I think that I need every single day. Uh, for me, it's more of like a, again, a workout boost or like a social boost, a mood boost. Uh, so it, again, it's not something that I absolutely need every day. Uh, so that's why I'm taking a break from it. Now, speaking of that, that boost, um, you mentioned like back in leg day. So Charles got this new supplement online this like pump sup is what we call it and it's literally called like pumped I think he'll pull it up but um I love it like it was awesome but I only like it for back and buys that's like the ultimate day in my opinion I did that today and then leg day for me, I tried to use it on um, tricep and shoulder day, and I did not like it because I think those muscles are just smaller. So it was too intense. Like, it was painful, and, like, I couldn't – like, I was trying to do body weight dips, and it was like, oh, my gosh, like, I can't even – like, this hurts so bad. Um, so I like it for back and biceps, though. I think it's, like, amazing, and then for legs as well. Um, and so the actual sub itself, it's, um, it's Jack Factory, which is really big on Amazon, and Jack Factory – it's like a pretty popular brand now. Actually, they got in Vitamin Shop now too, but it kind of started out as like an Amazon brand, but they, they have a, a bunch of supplements 
Uh, if you go on Amazon, like they got pretty much all your categories covered by uh, what they have: pre-workouts, protein, testosterone boosters, uh, female products, vitamins. But they had this product, and it's just called uh, Pump. It's part of their Essential series, and it's got two ingredients in it. It's got Glycer Pump, which is essentially a concentrated form of uh, glycerol powder. So you might have heard of glycerol powder before, like you guys should use it in baking. Um, and uh, you'll see it as like a glycerol monosterate. And glycerol monosterate is, is great for pumps. But if you use the adequate dose that you need, this shit can rip up your stomach. So glycer pump is just a more concentrated form of glycerol monosterate. And they use 2,500 milligrams of that in the supplement. But it, it does wonders for the pump. Uh, what it does is it kind of super hydrates your muscles. So if you're drinking more water with this, like you're just going to get a better pump. And then the second ingredient it has in it is uh, nitrocycline, which is essentially just um, a stabilized arginine. Um, and arginine by itself, L-arginine, is not really the best for pumps. But uh, this, it, this is like a patented form of it. And it's actually pretty decent. I've used it on its own before, so I've, I've, I know separately it, it does well for blood flow. And that's that's literally it. This, uh, you know, it's got it's a it's a tub of uh, unflavored powder. It's got thirty servings. It's for like seventeen bucks on Amazon. Yeah, well, and they had a coupon going, so I think we got it for like ten bucks. Yeah, they they had like a one of those like you know fire sales, so we got it for like ten bucks. But honestly, this like this supplement brings me back to like the, my beginner days of lifting when like the pumps were just like the insane. newbie pumps. Yeah, and like it brings back like. Those memories. Um, Especially if you're someone who feels like you can't really get a good pump. That's why I like it for leg day because it's honestly like I don't really get like glute pumps or good leg pumps. Um, but when I take this stuff, I, I actually feel a pump for leg day. Oh, and so on Amazon right now, they have a 20% coupon. So nice. 20, 20% off of $16.99. And it also gives you, I feel like, not just a pump, um, which it does, but... Like, it, it gives you a little bit more stamina as well. Like, I feel like it gave me a little bit more energy and, and stamina with the workout. I don't know. I like it. Yeah, so that's been, like, a really cool addition and for And it makes you lately. very vascular. It does. <laughs> if you want those veins popping out on bicep day or shoulder day. I, I really like shoulder day because, like, I like shoulder veins. Um, you have really good shoulder veins. I do. That sounds very conceited, but like I worked really hard to try to get my shoulders up. So, um, but no, like it's, it's an awesome supplement. I've used a few other Jack factory supplements out there and they've all been pretty quality. I like their pre-workouts. Uh, haven't used like any of their proteins. I know protein is really popular, but, uh, personally I don't, I don't really use protein powder. Um, but they have a bunch of options and yeah, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm huge on pre-workout like cocktails yeah, like, he makes like, yeah, so he makes like, his own. <laughs> if there's one one like supplements sort of category that I really concentrate on, it's what what am I taking? You know, an hour to thirty minutes to right before and even during my workout. So kind of like the hour before, what am I eating? You know, thirty minutes prior, like what supplement am I taking? What ingredients? What food? Yep. And then, like when I start, you know, like uh, how much water am I drinking? Am, am I adding carbs to my water that day? The, your uh, sodium. Salts. Yep. Sodium. So you know, 
when you go to the gym or whatever, you know, you're doing, you know, you want to be as prepped as possible. And I, I don't know, for you, I, I personally think that's like one of the most crucial, you know, times. Yeah. And you know what? It's funny because especially in the coaching atmosphere and not just, you know, where I am now, but over my entire personal training career, pre-workout is, I feel like the community is very split on it. You have people who are like all about it. Then you have people who are very anti-pre-workout and are like, no, I don't need it. I'm just like all natural. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like if, and that's fine. Like if you don't want to take something, you don't have to. Like I'm definitely not someone to say like, you can't have a good workout without it, but why wouldn't you want to enhance your workout? workout. Yeah. Like why wouldn't you want to maximize your body's ability? It's not, it's, and I hate when people compare it to, um, performance enhancing, you know, it's not even the same. I know, but I know, but you know that people like compare it and it's like, it doesn't, and that's, you know, don't get me started on that, but same thing with steroids. People act like, you know, if I take testosterone or steroids or whatever, that that's doing the work. It's not. You still have to put in the work. It's not like it's not like a magic injection that you just take and like it makes your body beautiful. You still have to put in the work. It just allows you to work harder. And so if you want to support that or not, that's a different subject. But I don't I don't see why people hate on pre-workout so much or pre-workout supplements when you're just maximizing your body's ability to do things. And what's wrong? What's wrong with that? I think some of the hate comes on like there's some some definitely some shitty pre-workouts out there. For sure. Um, For sure. And like they're just like low quality and like crap. And like all they have in there is just like, you know, 400 milligrams of caffeine, B vitamins. Oh, my gosh. Or do you remember? Underdosed, you know. Pump like I'm gonna just call them out right now. Not my favorite company, but do you remember that that Beach Body pre workout? It literally had like 25 grams of caffeine. Oh no, 25 milligrams. Yeah, yeah. It was like there was nothing, and then like the the beta alanine was like like Super a t- like a tenth yeah. of what you should have to feel anything. So I totally get that. Like if people have tried a product that was underdosed, but that also goes on to education. And if you're going to put a supplement in your body, you should be educating, well, what is the proper dosage for this? You know, and you should be looking at information on what's good, what's not good, so that you know, was I scammed? Should I try something else? Um, and along those lines, examine.com, that's just examine.com. That's a really good website. It has, it has, I would say, most popular ingredients out there. They can go on there and it actually has like sort of dosages that you take. It has like, is this, you know, uh, science backed? Like, is this anecdotal? Uh, it's a good website kind of for that. If you, you know, pick up pre-workout and, you know, it's like, oh, it's got 500 milligrams of creatine monohydrate. Well, if you know with creatine monohydrate, you got to be taking like at least a couple of grams for it to be effective. So if your pre-workout has 500 milligrams, it's not really going to be effective, you know? Yeah, and that's why another reason why I can't stand um, when they don't tell you how much, like, any sort of supplement or pre-workout or anything, even, like, kava, when we take, you know, products that will say it has what's in it, but it won't tell you how much is in it. The proprietary blend. Proprietary blend, yes. I always forget the name. Um, To me, that always screams, I'm trying to hide something. I'm trying to not give you a lot, but charge you a lot for it. Yeah. And like some, some, you know, brands will say like, they're trying to like protect their, you know, formula and stuff. But I just, you know, in this day and age, everyone, yeah. Like just, just like people want to know what they're putting in their body. Like if I'm buying something, I'm putting my body, I want to know how much I'm getting, especially if I'm taking other supplements, 
you know, uh, let's say like pre-workout, right? At a minimum, it should at least tell you how much caffeine is in there. Yes. Because if you're drinking, you know, uh, well, hopefully you're not drinking soda, but if you're drinking like tea and coffee, you know, you might be well above your kind of limit for caffeine. Yeah, any sort of stimulant, like you should be, you should know exactly how much of a stimulant you're putting in your body. Amen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of uh, pre-workouts and kind of daytime, that just got me thinking about like daytime stuff and like focusing and everything, but um, definitely this is not pre-workout, but I've been drinking more kava during the day. Oh, like daytime, yeah. For like kind of like workflow type stuff. Um, well, really it's been a specific. Um, it has been. The the root and pestle. So it's been the root and pestle and uh, Coral Sea Kalai cultivar. Now the Kalai, it's K-E-L-A-I. Um, and I, like I said, I've been drinking it from Root and Pestle, which I think we got a couple reviews up on them right now on Instagram and Coral Sea. And the Kalai cultivar is more heady, so it's going to be more of that uh, euphoric sort of that, you know, socializing daytime kava as opposed to a heavy kava that will be better for sleep, muscle relaxing, you know. And I've just been kind of like taking it early afternoon, kind of around like 1.32, um, kind of like in between my, my lunch and my afternoon meal, um, just while I'm like kind of knocking out some work. And I've been kind of liking it just because like it's it's kind of time I might reach for like um, like a coffee or even like a, like a Kratom yeah. maybe, you know. And instead of reaching for caffeine or something like that, I've just been doing more of like a daytime kava. And doesn't make me sleepy, but kind of like, you know, puts me in a good mood, kind of gives me like that something like, okay, like I'm like, I'm drinking something. A little bit of a pick me up. Yeah, that has like an effect, you know, and, you know, you know, with a, with a heavy kava, or sorry, with a heady kava, that's a little bit more for socializing and, you know, a little bit more of that like uh, euphoric kind of effect. I feel like it kind of makes you a little bit more creative. It kind of makes work a little bit more enjoyable. Um, you know, cause like when you're drinking coffee, when you're drinking kava, it's hard not to be in a, in a good mood, you know? Yeah. And that root and pestle, we've done a couple of reviews on them. It honestly is some of the cleanest tasting oh kava gosh, that I've ever had. Like every single strain of theirs. It is really Amazing. just such high quality. Amazing. It tastes good. It feels good. You don't need a lot. Um, and of course I know we, we are regular kava drinkers, but even still like there's some kavas that will we'll drink sometimes and considering how much we drink and how often we drink, it shouldn't take as much as it does for us to feel it. But root and pestle is one that, man, it's like one shell. It just is so smooth. It is just really supreme product. Root and pestle's mellow mellow is probably like we're, we're almost out of it. And like, I'm, I'm like trying to savor it, but it's like probably like one of my favorite kavas I've ever had. Yeah. It's, It's so fucking good. So I would definitely check out them. And then the the Coral Sea Kava, if you guys remember, we interviewed Jesse um, not not too long ago, episode 58. And he gave us a discount code, too, for our listeners. So if you wanted to check out Coral Sea Kava as well, and then you can use Kava Kettlebells 10 for a discount at his um, online store. And and another really, really clean, good-tasting kava. Yeah. So, you know, it's – I don't know. Like, you know – we definitely still definitely tend to prefer heavy kavas, but 
I, I think like we've been finding just more of a place for daytime kava. It's like we've just kind of pushed back like uh, drinking it earlier. So just kind of having it, you know, during the daytime, um, kind of doing some stuff and kind of, you know, reaching for those more heady kavas that typically we we haven't picked up, we haven't bought, and now we're kind of trying to get some more of them and, you know, try to use them a little bit more. And, you know, again, just like, you know, it's it, what's awesome about kava is like you're just constantly finding ways, you know, to use it and to drink it. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It's cool. I love kava. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have a podcast on that. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have thought? <laughs> But yeah, no, I agree. It is really cool to find, you know, and it's such a diverse product that you can use in so many different situations in life where there's not a lot of products out there that you can use for multiple times of day. It's kind of just like one and done. Um, So I do. I love that about kava where there's something to suit every time and day for you. But yeah, well, so hopefully we caught you guys up a little bit. Um, Last, oh, we did forget an update. So another update, um, our daughters decided to play like salon and um, painted Charles' toenails. Oh, yeah. And he still has a nail polish on. Still got my red nails right now. (laughs) They're fire. um, They they did good. Madeline did really good. It's good work. That's why I'm like, I'm cool with like keeping it. Yeah, it's her hard work. Very supportive father. It's not really sandal season anymore either, so <laughs> they're covered up, but no, they're pretty good. It's like a nice, like, red. What, what color is this? I think like it's red. called, um, like, fiery red. I think that's what, something like that. Well, these these toes do look fiery. So. <laughs> There's, like, a million different names for red nail polish. All it's shades. Just, it's red. <laughs> 50 shades of fire. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, hopefully... um. Like I was saying, like we gave you guys a bit of an update, kind of what's going on. You know, we we've been working really hard to get like a variety of guests on, and you know we're pretty pumped that you know after a year, we we've brought in like all these kava bar owners on, um, you know people in the kava space, vendors, and we got more we got more lined up. So you know we're just we're just taking a little break right now because we got some stuff going on. Like I said, I'll be out of town for a bit. Um, you know, we got the holidays coming up, so it's just a bit of a downtime for us. But like I said, we'll, we'll still probably be a little active on social media with some reviews and stuff. But, you know, as far as the podcast goes, we'll probably be signing off and, um, you know, be back in, uh, early December. All right. So for our American listeners, happy early Thanksgiving and enjoy the rest of fall time. All right, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye. Take it easy. <laughs>